Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features, like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, grown-ups! We are incredibly grateful that our show is one of your family's podcast picks. In order to continue to make the type of content you'd like to hear, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd love if you could take a few minutes to complete it. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm front slash kids. That's R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. As a thank you, each participant will be entered to win a prize pack from one of the shows, including a prize pack from Go Kid Go. Thank you. Hi, I'm Tanya Infinity, and this is my best friend, Gertie. Hello. Gertie is a Galapagos tortoise. They're the oldest living land animal on the planet. That's right. I'm 186 years young. And I'm eight years old. Thanks to Gertie's special time traveling show, we can go to any time in the world. Together, we travel to the past and visit musicians throughout history. Who knows where we'll go today? Time traveling Tanya and her best friend Gertie. Learning all about the past on a tortoise shell that moves so fast. Who knows where we will go today? Could be anywhere or any day. History is right here with us with time traveling Tanya and Gertie. Excuse me, pardon me, coming through. No, 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 I missed it. Oh, man, this is why I should always have money in my pocket. No bigger bummer than a girl not getting her ice cream. (sighs) I'm sorry, Tanya. I have ice cream in my freezer if you want. That's not the same as ice cream truck ice cream. I want freeze pops and push-ups. I need choco tacos and strawberry shortcake bars. You're right. It's not the same. Plus, that catchy tune doesn't come out of a normal freezer. Hey, that gives me an idea. We're going to visit the person who invented ice cream trucks on today's time-traveling adventure? Close. We're going to meet the man who wrote the song you know from the ice cream truck. Oh, I see. Fine. We'll stop for ice cream along the way. Yay! Hop on my shell and buckle your seatbelt. We're going to 1902 to learn about ragtime music. And ice cream. Don't forget, you promised ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Welcome to St. Louis, Missouri, at the beginning of the 20th century. This is a time of big technology. Nowadays, more people are riding trains than horses. Theodore Roosevelt is the first president to ride in an automobile. And the first movie theater is opened in Los Angeles. Also, the king of ragtime is working on a new song. That's me, the king of ragtime. Tanya, meet Scott Joplin. Nice to meet you, Mr. Joplin. Scott Joplin was the second of six kids born in Texas. His dad was a former slave and railroad worker. I was born just four years after Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. The Joplins are a musical family. My dad played the violin, and my mom sang and played banjo. From the time I was seven, 
She let me play piano while she cleaned. Scott was a serious kid. From an early age, he focused on his music. When you have perfect pitch like me, of course you're focused. That's how I got so good at piano and banjo myself. Besides the songs his parents taught him, he was fortunate to have generous teachers who trained him in folk and classical music. By the time I was a teenager, I quit my job and set off to make a living as a traveling musician. But he quickly learned that there was not a lot of opportunities for black pianists during this time. Still, I play in saloons, cafes, and nightclubs. Anywhere they'll have me. In 1893, like millions of others, he attended the World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago. There, he formed a band. You don't hear a lot about black folks being part of the World's Fair, but of course we were. And the visitors loved our music. Thanks to Joplin and other composers like him, ragtime music exploded in popularity. It's a huge craze in the United States during this time. Cool. Although, um... What is it, Tanya? What is ragtime music? You keep using that word and I just keep thinking, time to buy a dish rag? Oh, right. <laughs> It'd probably be helpful if I explained. Ragtime is music that plays with the rhythms and beats in a syncopated way. Syncopated is just a fancy way of saying offbeat. I put the beat in a place it normally wouldn't be to make it more interesting. Like if I were to talk like this? Sort of. It's more like this. Whoa, I didn't even realize I was dancing. It just sort of happened. Yep, I find the effect weird and intoxicating. Your hands are going so fast! The trick is to play slowly until you catch the swing. This song is called the Maple Leaf Rag. I wrote it in Sedalia, Missouri when I moved there to teach piano after the fair. And performed anywhere he could. In a six-piece dance orchestra, the Texas Medley Quartet, and in black clubs like the Maple Leaf Club. I bet you named your song after that place. <laughs> I bet you're right. Oh, look at me. How rude. I forgot to offer you a drink. Let me get you a soda. Ah, how is the piano playing all by itself? Wait, where are you going? Away! The year 1902 has ghosts. Here's that soda, kid. Thanks, Mr. Joplin. Sorry I got so freaked out by your ghost piano. <laughs> I'm sure it's strange if you've never seen a player piano. A player piano is self-playing. It has a mechanism inside that reads the piano rolls. See these long paper scrolls with holes or perforations punched in them? Yeah. Each perforation represents a note. The roll is put on a special compartment in the piano. Then it moves over a tracker bar that reads it. The note or key is triggered when the hole crosses the bar. Cool. Also, just to clear things up, I wasn't scared earlier. I was, um, exercising by running. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the maple leaf rag. It was the first song of Joplin's to be published. That's right. In 1899, I met John Stark, who was a Civil War veteran and a traveling ice cream salesman. Here we go, finally, the ice cream part. This is why I wore my elastic waist pants. Actually, that's just a coincidence. Something that seems like it's on purpose, but isn't. John Stark has nothing to do with ice cream trucks. They make trucks out of ice cream in the future? No, 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 no. We're getting off topic here. Let me clear this up. John Stark happened to be an ice cream salesman, but has nothing to do with ice cream trucks. But he did love music and opened a publishing company in Sedalia, where he met Joplin and offered to publish his song. Also, ice cream trucks are not trucks made of ice cream. They're trucks that drive around neighborhoods selling ice cream. 
That was impressive. I was no chump. I knew my song was going to be a hit even before it was published. I said, the maple leaf rag will make me the king of ragtime composers. And did it? (laughs) You bet it did. Told you, I was no chump. It wasn't just his first popular piece. The maple leaf rag was the genre's first and most influential hit. It is literally the sound people think of when they think of rag music. And by 1914, it will sell a million copies. Some say I'm the first musician to sell a million copies of a piece of instrumental music. It's the beginning of a very profitable business relationship between Joplin and John Stark. And the beginning of a new art form. It's true. Like one newspaper said, ragtime music is like an Afro-American version of polka. My first piano teacher in Texas was classically trained in Germany. Maybe some of his polka rhythms snuck into my brain. Either way, I think of ragtime more like a form of classical music. Now, in the early 1900s, ragtime is everywhere, on sheet music, piano rolls, and musicals and theaters. Everyone is publishing rags, which is what they call these hanging new songs. Hanging? That's just a way of saying excellent in this time. And that's what I'm working on now, a new hanging rag for the player piano. Hopefully another hit. Ice cream truck song! The what? It's true! In 1973, an electrical engineer named Bob Nichols will hear your song in a movie and realize it'd be perfect for an ice cream truck. It is pretty upbeat and fun. And Nichols will just happen to have a job supplying music boxes preloaded with jingles for ice cream trucks around the country. Well, didn't that work out nicely? I guess it's a good thing? Trust me, it's a great thing. In fact, it's hanging. Don't worry, even before it becomes an ice cream truck jingle, the song you're working on now will be your biggest hit. Then in that case, I should get back to finishing it. You got it, Tanya. Let's let the man get back to work. Hop on my shell and buckle up. Bye, Mr. Joplin. Thanks for showing me your ghost piano. Um, it's a player piano. A player ghost piano. Bye, Tanya. Bye, Gertie. Look at those fingers fly on the keys. He's not just an entertainer, he's the entertainer. The entertainer? Yes, that's what I'll name this song. Wow, what a talented musician. He basically created an entire style of music and... Ah, the ghost of Scott Joplin. Tanya, it's just the ice cream truck, see? Oh yeah, (laughs) I knew that. Wait for me! I need a bomb pop and a push-up and a big wheel and one, no, no, two firecrackers. Scott Joplin wrote over 40 original ragtime pieces, plus musicals, waltzes, piano concertos, a ragtime ballet, and two operas. Though he didn't get to see his opera on stage. Sadly, he died at age 48. In 1970, The Entertainer was used in a movie called The Sting. It won two Academy Awards and made the song popular all over again. Record World Magazine said it was one of the classical phenomenons of the decade. The Entertainer also rated number 10 on the list of songs of the century and number one for ice cream trucks, at least in my opinion. As a pioneer, Joplin paved the way for young black artists who would eventually reach American audiences all over the country. His death was considered the end of ragtime just as other styles like jazz and swing, which he helped influence, begin to evolve.
Go, kid, go. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.